Greetings to the 12 tribes in lockdown and Baruch Hashem Yahuwah because he is going to deliver us swiftly and shortly from this crisis that we find ourselves in. It is Shabbat and Baruch Hashem Yahuwah for you guys joining us live this blessed, blessed Sabbath. If you're in the chat, Keep it kosher. Give us some thumbs up if you do like this teaching. And remember, please subscribe to the channel. All of you in the chat now, hit that subscription button. I do want to thank all of you for the support financially of this ministry, especially in a time when so many people are in trepidation and trouble through losing jobs. But so many of you are being faithful in your tithes and offerings and stewardship. Thank you so much so very much. We are truly, truly blessed. We have no idea what it's going to look like at the end of the Ohm account. We have no idea what it's going to look like. But I tell you what, we are preparing for the full feasts of Yahuwah because Yahusha fulfilled the spring feasts with his first coming and we fully anticipate as the full feasts approach that we will see Yahusha fulfill the full feasts, and that is the book of Revelation. So today we're going to dive into chapter 8, and this is part B. Let's turn to the book of Revelation. Just a recap, it opens up in chapter 8 with a prelude to, of course, the seven trumpets. We have the prelude. This is about to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but it is about to happen. And then we start to see the shofarim, the sounds of the trumpet blast, the sounds of the trumpet blast. And quite honestly, I wouldn't mind going into a blooming grocery store right now and letting the shofar just blow the masks off the sheeple. Wouldn't you? I mean, seriously. The first trumpet we see, the vegetation is struck. And then it builds and builds and builds. The second trumpet, of course, we see the sea struck. The third, we see the waters struck. And then we see the heavens, the shamaim is struck. And then we look and a woe. A woe, a woe, and then the end of the eighth chapter, and then we go into the ninth chapter, and we see, of course, the fifth trumpet. So we're really looking at the four first trumpets here, the first four in chapter eight, and we spent a few uh, weeks ago, we jumped into it, so I'm going to now continue with part B, and I think we're at like verse 5, something like that, weren't we? Let's dive into verse 5. And the heavenly Malak angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it onto the earth, and there were voices and thunderings and lightning and an earthquake. So like I said a couple of weeks ago, John's vision here is extremely reminiscent of the rebellion of Korah. You've got to read Numbers chapter 16 to really comprehend what's going on here. Now remember, Korah was a non-Levite priest. He was trying to take over the priesthood. He was trying to take over the government. 
He was trying to take over the rulership of the people. Do you see a similarity of where we are at in this present crisis? We have all kinds of people jockeying for position, whether it's FEMA, whether it's the WHO, whether it's Walgreens now coming into the big corporations coming in to bring in these drive-through testings. What we're having is this Cora rebellion trying to take over here in the United States and worldwide. It is a jockeying for lordship over the people. This is what happened in Cora's rebellion, a jockeying for lordship, a mastery of the populace. That's it. And if you can't see the similitudes and similarities of where we're at today, I, 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 I'm, I'm, stunned. I'm stunned. Every day I wake up and I'm stunned. And I just have to calm down because I, I, righteous indignation abounds. Righteous indignation. Are we doing good on the cameras because uh, uh, the light is on the same? We're good? Good. Okay, okay. just checking, just checking. Everything's working. So... Going back to the Numbers 16, Korah rebellion of, again, a non-priest Levite, and today where I see is a rebellion going on. This really does resemble that. It's a rebellion against the government, the masters, and you're going to see more and more coming about in these next few, few weeks as states try to open up and you're going to see governors pitted against governors and leaders pitted against leaders as others jockey for that mastery over the populace. That's really what the rebellion of Korah was about. And I think we're going to see this unfold whilst we're in lockdown quarantine. So who are the people in rebellion anyway? Number 16 defined is thus. It's a people who refuse to follow Yahuwah's instruction. They refuse to follow the commandments of Yahuwah. They refuse to follow Moshe's leadership. And we know that the ones that get the blessing in the book of Revelation are those that follow the leadership of Yahusha and keep the commandments. Those commandments that were, of course, penned by Moshe. They're the people that submit to the proper authority. And the proper authority to be in full submission to is he who sits on the right hand of Yahuwah, the high priest after the order of Malkitzedek. Because this is a rebellion against the priesthood. It's a rebellion and a jockeying for position of leadership over a subjected people. So whether you're a believer or a non-believer, as believers, we understand it in a Malkitzedic realm. But those that are lost in the world right now, they are still going to be slaves to whoever takes control over them. And that's how I see number 16 playing out whilst you and I are in lockdown quarantine. Right now, there are masses, masses of believers even, believers that are falling prey to the coming deception of the state of Israel. 
and what's coming out of the state of Israel. Because many are being deceived by those behind that are orchestrating this live drill, which involves, of course, vaccine, fiscal, military, political, temple, and priestly. Ultimately, lordship and subjection. Lordship and subjection through deception. That's the world that we live in now. And of course, it's from those who blaspheme of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan, those who do lie. The numbers coming out, even from believers, you can't trust. I'm sorry. The numbers right now on this CV are so skewed, so skewed that you can't trust any of it. It is all. There's no baseline for testing. There's no baseline for anything. It is all speculative projection and theory. It's a madness. So I wouldn't listen to any of the numbers, even from you know, so-called believers saying, well, I mean, it, it's so far gone. The disinformation is just outrageous. Why on earth the six-foot social distancing? Why? And then they come out, well, it's 24 feet. Well, the reason it's, of course, six feet is because this is to train you and to train me. They are trying to prime those that they are going to put into subjection. Six feet is, of course, the perfect distance for the implementation of electronic social um, tracking, electronic tracking. Six feet is the perfect distance for a surveilled society for them to track you and surveil you. It is the six-foot distance where then you can be marked and you will then get a social credit score based upon your behavior and your movements. That six feet is the perfect distance. Otherwise, if you're in a crowd, it's so much harder to track. But six feet, if they can keep the populace used to and begin to train them at moving around with a six feet distance, it is very, very, very important that they be able to, in the next year, implement their electronic tracking so then they can begin, like they have in China, the social credit score system. So that is, again, why they chose that specific six foot. Because you and I know that when I sneeze, I tell you what, I can blast way farther than six feet. That's for sure, and we'll leave it at that. But ultimately, we know that Yahweh will make those that do become part of this subjected system because they accept the overlords. Yahweh says that I will make them come to worship before our feet. So we need to stay strong because this is a battle for lordship and it is to see who will submit and succumb to subjection, just as it was in Numbers chapter 16. We know that we are in the trial of our lives right now. Just the past few weeks, I mean, since we've been in Revelation, the uptick on the amount of people that are wearing masks. 
there are so many more people walking around wearing masks. It's extremely dehumanizing. It is extremely a mark of control and subjection. And that is if they can train the populace and affect their mind to get used to wearing that system of control and subjection, it is basically you are accepting wearing a man-made apparatus on your living person. You then are going to get so used to that that it is going to become part of your reality. It obstructs your oxygen intake. And then guess what? It'll be just like the iPhones, just like the droids. They'll come out with a better design for you. It'll be government funded. It'll be made of amazing alloys. It'll have all kinds of technology to it that you'll be able to get those and it will then be issued to you and you'll be able to upgrade it and you'll be able to get all kinds of integral information in that mask because then it'll be easy for them to import all kinds of umbilical cord systems into it and then it's just into the neuro uplink. You see, it's all primed. First of all, you've got to dehumanize the population, get them used to being controlled and put in subjection. Then, right now, the masks that they're offering are rubbish. It's fabric. Oh, but when they come out with some plasma technology and metals and it becomes like an iPhone that people start to cover for the new, most sophisticated upgrade, that's going to increase your oxygen consumption. It's going to be able to be used like a smartphone. You'll be able to tap. You'll get a projection screen. Don't you see all this coming out? There are companies that right now, they're, they're, they're selling this stocks on the stock market that's still at, what, 23,000, which it should be at five, that are selling this stuff along with Tesla. It is, I mean, I can just... You've got to watch all angles. And the social credit score thing seems to be where this is going. Let's get back into the text because it's very important that we do stay on track. I know there's so much going on. I could talk so much about what's going on in the world. But we are not in the world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. We're of the book. We are of the book. Now, as the angels are released here in Revelation chapter 8 with these trumpets, these shofarim, the first set of angels are Ezekiel the prophet's vision now coming forward into the book of Revelation. These are like Ezekiel's angels from his first scroll. Six go to slay all those people who had been part of the rebellion taken on the subjected role of society. The angels now, the first six, go out to slay those who have been part of the rebellion regarding who is your control. My control is the supreme heavenly father, Yahuwah, and Yahusha who sits at his right hand. I will subject myself to Yahuwah Elohim and my high priest. Who will you subject yourself to? Who's providing for you? And now this is what this COVID-19. It's a recalibration of who is your daddy. Who's your master? 
and who will you subject yourself to? And we're seeing people subjecting themselves to local municipalities. We're seeing them subject themselves to particular governors. It's refreshing when I hear of a sheriff that is actually going to stand up and say, I'm not going to enforce this stuff because it's you know, illegal and whatnot. That is refreshing, but how far that will go before he mysteriously ends up in an accident or something, we don't know. In Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 1, it says, Then he cried in mine ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause ye them that have charge over the cities to draw near every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. You see, those that join with those that are trying to take charge over our cities worldwide while we're in lockdown will be those that assimilate into a post-COVID-19 world full of vaccines, health monitoring, and they will be dealt a sudden death blow because they have made themselves subject to that abominable system that is rising right now. And the censor, if you will, is going to be thrown down. But if it were not for the seventh angel here in the book of Revelation, it's the seventh angel that would stop, that will stop death from spreading to all. And that's what you saw in Numbers chapter 16. If it wasn't for the intercession of the censor, that was thrown, the plague would have spread to all. We're in desperate straits that maybe some of you have got used to this, that you're, you're beginning to accept it as normal. It's not normal. This is so not normal, and it's getting more and more disturbing the deeper we go into this wormhole. It really is. Because people that I didn't think that begin to accept it are accepting it. Yet some of us that are continuing to stand and question are now becoming a little even more alienated. Well, you guys just need to get on board. It's not that bad. It's going to you know, reboot here in a few weeks and the beaches are open and everything's going to be cool. Oh, you don't go this far into it to be able to retract back to where it once was. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. So not to be all doom and gloom, verse 6 and the seven heavenly angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first heavenly angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth. And a third part of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Now, so the plagues and the trumpets are in two groups. The first four involve natural catastrophes. And the last three plagues, they fall directly upon men. Directly upon men. Now, with each trumpet and each bowl, a plague is then poured out on the whole world. On the whole world. So don't worry, now people can get all like tight about it, but don't worry about the prohibition against hurting the grass in chapter 9 verse 4, when here in chapter 8 verse 7, it's already been burnt up. Think about it. If it's already been burnt up, the grass here in chapter 8 verse 7, then how 
in chapter 9, verse 4, and it says, don't hurt the prohibition against hurting the grass. And people get really caught up on that. That, again, is a linear mindset. This is a vision. So this is just another case to show us not to get caught up in that plotting of a graph idea. This is a vision, and we shouldn't um, get too concerned with the difference between chapter 8, verse 7, and chapter 9, verse 4, when it comes to the grass. Because clearly we can see that there is a burning up of the green here, a third part. And don't worry how a great star could come from heaven in chapter 8, verse 10, when the stars had already fallen in chapter 6, verse 12. It gets you caught up in this um, trap of logic and reason, and then you miss the whole apocalyptic visionary genere, which is what this book is written. It's really trying to get you into this whole just visionary thought where it is like an orchestra. And that, I think, is where we really start to see things. So you're going to see plagues and viruses precede the release of the children of Israel back in the Exodus, and plagues and viruses are what is going to precede our release that we see in chapter 12. Are we at that time right now? Some would say yes. I don't know. But what I do know is that we are living in a time like no other, that we just have to stand and see what the daybreak brings. Because that's it. We can't project this out. It is changing so rapidly, we're not supposed to. Just as in the book of Revelation, we're not supposed to project this out. We need to be a part of the visionary experience. And then, as we live it, we will start to understand it because we're not trying to map it out. And during this whole COVID-19 thing, don't try and map out and project, well, this is going... Because you just don't know. Just live and do what Yahweh wants you to do and stay faithful and true. And as each day comes... Live it out and be observant of what's going on around you and more revelation will come as we live today. Because today is the day of salvation if you hear his voice, just as it is written in the book of Hebrews. And living for him today is going to be our salvation. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't exist. And yesterday is gone. It is living for him today, experiencing the vision of this life in all of its apocalyptic reality now that is going to give you more shalom, get rid of that anxiety that so many of you have got right now by living today because you hear his voice when you're in the grocery store and you become observant of things because you're part of the biblical vision even though you're living in the world, you've come out of it. And you'll see things that maybe because you were trying to map out a future of what it's going to look like in three weeks, you were missing what's right there just by watching society, watching what the masses do and their reaction to the holy you. John sees a time when the forces of righteousness and evil 
that I think we're at that time. When the forces of righteousness and evil will be so open and apparent that every man must declare himself either for Messiah or for anti-Messiah. It's becoming so clear the wickedness that's going on. It is going to be a time, a declaration of allegiance. Well, who are you for? You can't come into our grocery stores, our schools. You can't be, un, uh, you can't be employed unless you do this. Well, who, who's your allegiance with? You're a threat to the health of society. Why are you in rebellion? You need to come on board with what we're rolling out here. This is for the good of humanity. What, what, this is archaic. Your thoughts are old and archaic. No, my thoughts are based upon the reality of the word of Yahuwah that is sharp as a two-edged sword. And what you're doing with all of your invasion is archaic because it goes back to Genesis chapter 6 where those on the outside came down and cohabited and mingled the species. What they're doing is archaic. They're telling you it's new. It goes back to the incursion in Genesis chapter 6, which will lead us to the AI abomination of desolation. And face masks and becoming subject to wearing them and being a part of that control mechanism is all priming the pump, is how I see things as I walk around in these strange days that we live in. But the word of Yahusha in Matthew 24 falls into frame here, does it not? As does the beginning of the plagues in Egypt. We are fast approaching, I believe, the day of declaration. When we need to declare, everyone will have to declare their allegiance. And it's our time to stand and stand up for Yahuwah and stand up for the blessed son who sits on the right hand of the father. What you declare will be the deciding factor on whether you re-enter society or not. That, I believe, is something as the world turns. This is an actual catastrophe falling upon our physical world. We're seeing fierce displays right now of electrical thunderstorms, direct energy weapons. They're rolling out, of course, the 60 gig 5G whilst all the schools are locked down and closed down. And it's being rolled out from Wuhan to every nation whilst we're in quarantine. And this virus will be reactivated and then we'll go trundling back indoors because the slow boil is on and they are not going to take this one off the stove in 30 days. They've got a good ripper going here and everybody's buying into it, which is slow boil all the way. Look at... Um, verse 8 here. You see, as we come into verse 8 and we layer it with the world that we live in now, this is all I think of what the testing and preparations that have been going on within the, fast, the past few months, um, culminating of course with this lockdown. We've got all the telecommunication companies, we've got Big Pharma, we've got the WHO, they're all working together on the slow boil on the griddle of humanity. They really are. 
and now we find ourselves in the eighth verse. And the secondly, second heavenly angel sounded as it were a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood. And a third part of the creatures that were in the sea that had life died. And a third part of shipping was destroyed. Shipping right now is absolutely decimated. Tankers, shipping, cruise lines... It is decimated. Seafaring life right now is in a total, total depopulation, if you will. Now, the prophet Jeremiah tells us in the 51st chapter and the 25th verse, Behold, I am against thee, O destroying mountain, saith Yahuwah, which destroyeth all the earth. I will stretch out mine hand upon thee and roll thee down from the rocks and will make thee a burnt mountain. What is this? What is going on in chapter 8 verse 8 here? What is Jeremiah talking about in the 51st chapter and the 25th verse? Is this some kind of volcanic doomsday? What is this? Is this going to affect... Now, I'm on the left coast. Many people are like, you shouldn't even be on the west coast. You've got to be over in the valley. Um, out of the valley, you've got to be over on the desert plateau because, you know, you've got the whole Pacific lava shelf. It's all going to go sideways. And there's this whole thing in, in, in where we live that say, well, if you're west of I-5, you're in big trouble. I'm west of I-5, the interstate. You know, you need to be east of I-5 and then you'll be okay. Like that I-5 is the specific marker. I don't know. What is this? Is this Planet X? I know. I mean, that was a big one for many years. Planet X, Nibiru. Maybe it's the comet. The comet that is apparently on its way to us right now. Is it an asteroid? I don't think it's any of that. Now, now some people are going to be upset, but I don't think it is. I think this is a four-pronged deception using direct energy weapons, 5G, Project Bluebeam, and DARPA. That's what I think. But that's just my opinion. I used to think it was Planet X. I used to think, well, possibly maybe I should move west of the east of I-5. But for argument's sake, for you doubters out there, let's say a blazing meteor does come into view here. An asteroid does come into view. It's very interesting to note that if an asteroid does actually skip off the Earth's atmosphere, it produces hydrocyanatic acid, cyanide, which then would be precipitated down onto the Earth and would then be put through all of the Earth's water systems and it would affect the water table and you'd end up with the bitter waters judgment, wouldn't you? Which comes along next. So, you know, there are many opportunities and possibilities. I think it's going to be a four-pronged approach using direct energy, 5G, Project Bluebeam and DARPA. But I know others out there think otherwise, and that's okay. Look at verse 11. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And a third part of the water became Wormwood. And many men died from the water 
because they were made bitter. So is that the hydrocyanatic acid? Is, we don't know. But wormwood, of course, throughout the scripture is a symbol of divine judgment. And I think in Ukrainian, Chernobyl means wormwood or something. I think I remember reading that years ago. So look at Jeremiah in the ninth chapter and then the 23rd chapter. And we see, of course, this wormwood is something that apparently is being put in the prophet's mind. In Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 15, it is written, Therefore, because you have forsaken my commandments, thus saith Yahweh Sevot, the Elohim of Israel, behold, I will feed them, even this people, with wormwood and give them water of gall to drink. See, I, I mean, I, I like to be vegetarian when I can, um, but I also do like um, to eat meat. But when they're starting to say that you've got to eat these veggie things, and that they're no longer going to be producing the type of meat that people like to eat because they're controlling the food supply. I become very wary of that. The poisons that they put, the GMOs, those are wormwood. Those are poisons. Jeremiah 23, verse 15. Therefore, thus says Yahweh Savot concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem is profaneness gone forth into all the land. This is certainly reminiscent of Exodus chapter 15, verse 22, isn't it? The bitter water's judgment. But it's kind of in reverse, isn't it? You see, we'll still be without water, I think, for three days at some point. So we should train ourselves to be getting used to that. That's why you don't want to be on heavy prescriptive medications because without water, those prescriptive medications become really toxic within you. Now, I understand some people, you know, they've got health risks and whatnot, but if you have the opportunity to live without the pharmacia, then it's always the best option because if that pharmacia goes away, which the majority of it is going to go away because it was all produced in China, the majority of it, what do you expect? And that could easily be part of this wormwood poison because people are starting to go mad without their pharmacia. People that usually you didn't realize it, but they were on anti-anxieties, they are I mean, you reach for the milk in the grocery store and they didn't get their anti-anxiety medication with all of this going on and they look like they're going to murder you. And people are doing very strange things. And a lot of it is because they do not have their medications and they are not of faith compounded with the world that we now live in. There's a lot of fear going on. It is the separation of the wheat from the chaff and the chaff will die from disease and judgment and no cloth face mask is going to save you the wheat will be the 12 wells of water the 12 tribes who get gathered from the 70 nations this is where we are now coming into our own just read 
Exodus chapter 15, verse 22. You see it all there, the bitter waters judgment, but in reverse here in Revelation. But ultimately, it's all about the 12 wells and the 70 elders, which of course represent the 12 tribes of Israel and us coming out of the 70 nations and Yahuwah protecting us from the poisons, from the plagues, from what is going on in the world. He is our savior and we stand strong and we encourage one another in this day and this time. There is nothing to fear at all but Yahuwah himself and then that will be the beginning of your wisdom. And there is where we wanna live. There is where we wanna live. You know, it's time to grab your testicles. No, I really did say that in case you're like, what you? no, no. And it's a biblical phrase before some of you snowflakes out there start complaining in the chat or some of you ladies maybe are offended now. Let me just tell you why it's time to grab your testicles. Because really, that's where the word testify comes from. It's time to grab down deep inside and the biblical phrase we see comes from, it's time to grab your deep inner parts to testify unto Yahuwah. That's where testicles, testify comes from. It means that you have to dig down deep to your eshek in the Hebrew. Eshek, it's spelled aleph, sheen, kaf, sofit. It means the deep down bunched together places. Another word that's used in the, in the Hebrew to describe that is kiliar. Sometimes it says kidneys or reins or testicles, the place you testify from. In our English language is weird sometimes, you know, but that's just where this originates. You've got to get to that deep down place right now. Whilst everyone's afraid, you've got to get to that deep down place, that kiliar, the kaf, lamed, yod, hay, the reins, the testicles, the kidneys, your deep inner parts that are bunched together. That's what it means. You've got to get deep. You've got to get strong. Your inner parts need to be strong to get through these next few months. So I'm sorry if that offends some of you, but you really do need to get strong deep down in your inner parts because we are going to be tested. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Things are going to happen where we are all going to be tested. And it's time to testify. Okay? Now, let me get back on point. Let's go to Ruth chapter 1 verse 20. In the book of Ruth, it is written, And she said unto him, Call me not Naomi, call me Amara. Remember, we're talking about the waters of Marah, the bitter waters. Why? Why didn't she, why didn't Ruth want to be called, call me not Naomi, in the book of Ruth, call me Marah, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. Revelation chapter 8. 
four months ago, you all went out full. You all went out full, myself included, and now we're coming back empty. We are at the last barley harvest. That's what this COVID-19 is. America came out full, and now she's coming back empty. The world went out full, full, and now the world is coming back empty. This is the last barley harvest. It's bitter. It's a bitter time, but you have to be prepared to testify and stand strong. I went out full, and Yahweh hath brought me home again empty. It's time to empty ourselves out of the world and fill ourselves up with the strength of Yahweh. It's a recalibration of our thinking, of our mind. The things that we used to hold dear, the things that we used to plan for our future, we need to let them go because now it is the time to empty ourselves of worldly desires and to fill ourselves with Yahweh because that's the only way we're going to be able to testify to get through the next rollout season that is soon, soon coming. I went out full, and Yahweh hath brought me home again empty. Why then call me, yea, Naomi, seeing Yahweh hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. So Marah, listen, is prophetically about the last great barley harvest before the end of the age where the nations go out full, but they come back empty. Look at verse 12 of Revelation, chapter 8. And the fourth heavenly angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and a third part of the moon, and a third part of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened, and a third part of both day and night did not shine. There's going to be a decrease in the intensity right now. Over the next few weeks, you're going to see a decrease in the intensity of available light. The luminaries are going to be darkened. The question I pose is, is it going to be real or is it going to be manufactured? Project Blue Beam and the likes. Because there is a lot of strange stuff going on in the luminaries right now during this whole worldwide crisis. And we're getting reports from all over the world about it. And even those in the military are starting to speak out. There is some strange stuff going on in the skies whilst we're all in quarantine. Darkness, of course, is often connected with the demonic. Light and darkness stand parallel to Yahusha and Satan. You and I have been rescued already from this darkness by our transformative change. So the darkness should not terrify us. But I think you're going to see a noticeable difference in the intensity of available light because we are dealing with a demonic 
principality that is going across the world whilst they're trying to bring this darkness upon the world. But you shall not be afraid. You shall testify. For them, it's the ultimate excommunication of society. And that's what I see. Society is being excommunicated from itself. It's the division of people. Whereas Yahweh is all about gathering. And now everything is about scattering. Six foot distance. Scattering, scattering, scattering. Now, the fourth plague falls upon the heavenly bodies, the sun, the moon, the stars. And at this point, we'll all be in alignment through misalignment. Don't you see that? Everybody right now in society has come into alignment, but it's all through misalignment. That's the way the demonic darkness works. They bring in everybody into social alignment. But hang on a minute, big picture believers. It's through misalignment. Then if you start talking about the misalignment, then you're the one that's out of line. It's a total mind bend that's going on right now in society. You renew your mind daily by the washing of the word and prayer. There's no more important time for us to be renewing our mind. The forces of nature have fallen under divine judgment and it is a warning to sinful men and it is a warning to the pagan world that is in hostility to Yahuwah right now as well. Look at verse 13. And I looked and listened to a heavenly angel. Now, it could be an eagle because really the word here in the Hebrew is malak. In the Greek is angelos, but it could be an angel, but it's a messenger. It could be an eagle. Now, if we're going with with birds, I would rather say it's like a bird of prey, like a vulture. And I looked and listened to a heavenly angel, eagle, messenger, something flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, whoa, 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 this is the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh trumpet. Woe the fifth, woe the sixth, woe the seventh trumpet, which are about to blast the remaining judgments. Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the other voices of the trumpet of the three heavenly angels which are yet to sound. This is, I think, if this messenger is a bird, then I would say that it is going to be a more of a vulture than an eagle. I think that is far more appropriate for the context of this particular verse because a vulture would symbolize impending doom or a demonic horde attempting to thwart the faithful or devour the unsuspecting. And whilst all of this COVID-19 is going on, you have to understand the synagogue of Satan, Big Pharma, the big banks, the global system are a demonic horde right now that are attempting to thwart the faithful and to devour the unsuspecting unbelievers. Now, the faithful stand 
and we question, and we will not subject ourselves to other kings. But the unsuspecting are just that, aren't they? Unsuspecting. They go along with everything. If it's on CNN, if it's in your local newspaper, your fish wrapper, then, oh, it's got to be true. And, and, and oh, oh, they're trying to help us and protect us. It's a whole different mentality. But we know from Genesis chapter 15, verse 11, when the birds of prey came down upon the carcasses, they're going to be coming down upon those carcasses. Abram, the faithful, drove them away, as we should also. We need to be driving away the vultures right now. Driving away the vultures that want to try and descend on your carcass, my carcass, and make us carcasses just walking around subjected to their new world order. Look at Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 8. His horses also are swifter than the leopards and are far more fierce than the evening wolves. And their horsemen shall spread themselves and their horsemen shall come from afar. They shall fly like the eagle hurrying to eat. See here, Habakkuk described the invading Chaldeans as vultures that were swooping down, trying to devour. So either way you cut it, either way you cut it, it's now the time to be awake more than you've ever been awake in your life. It is now the time to be alert and proactive in your faith. Because during this time, in this season that we now are living, whether it be demonic hordes or Stasi-type vultures trying to arrest mothers in playgrounds and people on paddle boards out in the middle of the ocean or somebody going mountain biking in the woods, they're all descending upon society. Why? Control. Subjection. Slavery, And it is our time to come out of her, my people. Come out of Egypt, come out of Babylon, and make our allegiance known. Time to testify. Time to testify as the vultures are swooping down upon society and people are getting swooped up for breaking curfew or not for social distancing that six foot because they need us all to get used to the six foot because it's electronic tracking time and social credit score time coming out in the future. If you want to re-engage with society the way it used to be. If you don't, well then you're going to have trouble buying and selling in the new world order. The world has changed. And history is moving rapidly towards its conclusion. There's no better time to be studying the book of Revelation. I want to hear what you guys have to say in the chat. So let's boot up the chat and see what you have to say about Revelation chapter 8. And if you want me to um, be able to pick up your chat, make it nice and red with an at Torah to the tribes, 
And we shall see. I'll have a drink from our sponsor today. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. All right. See if I got this thing working here. This is from Narrow Path 247. Shabbat Shalom. Can you put Billy Goat Gates in that group? Yes, you can. I mean, my goodness, totally. Totally you can. This is from Renee L. Shabbat Shalom, Renee. It says, she, she writes here, so they can more easily zap the dissidents, thus social distancing. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Somebody's awake. I know a lot of you guys on this channel are, that's for sure. Otherwise, you wouldn't put up with me. This is from Brian Price. Hey, Shabbat Shalom, Brian. Brian's faithful tunes in every single week. I, with my own eyes, saw the golden light of the Holy Spirit envelope a believer at baptism while they were still underwater. Truth. You see, Yahweh is alive. Yahusha is alive. And this is what the demonic hordes do not want you and I to testify about when people are losing hope and they're going to be plugged in to the system. This is from Team Gast. Hey, Shabbat Shalom, Team Gast. Oh, my wife loves the glasses. Oh, cool. Well, these ones actually are the nicest glasses I've had because they have a prescription, but um, they've also got, what are they? Do they call them bifocals? Is that what they call them? But the, up here has got something as well. So I can wear them all the time. And they go dark when I go outside. They're good for when I'm in um, driving and um, all kinds of stuff. Yes, let's have a look here. Much more truth. Hashtag, hashtag, codename Brandon um, says, do you think we will be enslaved again fully like they were in Mitzrayim? I think the system that they are building is a opt-in slavery system that that's going to make it very hard for you to opt out, that you will be literally a Goshenite, pushed out, pushed out. But remember, that's where all the grain was, right? That's where, all, that's where the goodness was. So, yeah, I, th I think it's going to be different, but you can see the building for it. Um, this question from Bridget Mansir, Shabbat Shalom. Hey, Give us some thumbs up in the chat. If you haven't given us thumbs up in the chat right now, is the opportunity to do it. Like and subscribe to the channel. Really does make a difference. You can also see our videos are now appearing on BitChute because YouTube is, of course, a, glue, a, a Google a gulag system. Bridget says, "Do I need to take out my retirement and buy silver or gold?" Yes. Let's see. This is this question is from Jebling Four. Shabbat Shalom, Jebling Four. What are your thoughts about the protesting at the State House? 
Do you agree with or not? Do you believe we should participate? I disagree. We should not participate. We're to be the gray man, and that is not our kingdom. That is not our world. Let them fight for it. It's going down. It's not our world. No, uh, no. I can't say too much. I'm online. All right, here we go. It's underscore Kelly underscore Anne underscore I. Shabbat Shalom. That was a long user name. What do you think all of this is leading up to in America? Ah, yeah. And then you'll have to read the rest of it on, on uh, I don't want to touch this one. Oh, do I want to touch this one? I should have read this one before I started to go deep into it. Now I'm going to have to answer it. All right. I'm just reading what you wrote, so don't hate me. Do you believe that Jim Staley is correct about the Antichrist horns, kingdoms, etc. will rise up out of Turkey? No, I don't. Very quick answer. Moving on. Oh, here we, here we go. This is a good one. This is from Yashub. Yashub! That means return to Yahuwah. Return to Yahuwah. I love that. Um, Yashub, Shabbat Shalom, mate. You've got some great comments over the weeks. I must say, welcome to the channel and to being part of the chat. 400 years of slavery prophetically, oh, excuse me, 400 years of slavery prophecy officially ended last month when the new year started. 1619 to 2019. I'm waiting for the 10 plagues of Egypt to hit again. Well, you are in a good position being as woke as you are. So, and I'm talking woke in the biblical sense, not this snowflake woke. Mm, let's see. Oh, here's a, a great question here. This one is from Craftcast Nate. Do you think the same type of control was tried with free Medicare? Well, a lot of what has happened, it, we've got to go back to before the Second World War and what happened at the end of the 29 crash and all of the new things that were implemented after that. And now this is the final phase of moving into a different system like the first, but it is a different system like the second beast. And it's going to be a new system. And whatever slavery there has been from just before the Second World War in this post-allied world through the changing of laws, Daniel tells us, now is going to escalate even, even further. So...
This question is from Alison Taylor. Shabbat Shalom, Alison. What are your thoughts on pushing testing directly into projects and low-income neighborhoods? Well, you know, party divide, that would be a very, very governmental um, thing that we've seen in the 40s, right? Again, when they were trying out vaccinations and that, they would try them out in African neighborhoods, African-American neighborhoods, in very poor neighborhoods. So there's nothing new under the sun. I think it's, again, just those vultures coming down and being like birds of prey descending upon the carcasses of humanity. Question? Yes, all right. Yes, excellent, excellent. This question is from John Shukul. Shabbat Shalom, John. Proclaiming truth on a platform such as Facebook, is it effective to reach the lost, or are we inviting a target to be placed on our back by the New World Order? I think, again, it's about creating a, a, a different username and a different profile. I would not, you know, if your profile is directly connected to you, then you have to accept those kinds of responsibilities, as I have done. But if you don't have to, um, then, you know, choose a different profile and be a little bit more of a gray man. Now, concerning um, the question around um, gold and silver, somebody asked me about that. I have to do the disclaimer, of course. I'm not a financial advisor. So, you know, you've got to make your own decisions regarding that. Personally, I think that the fact that the market's at 23,000 is only a matter of time before there's an implosion because it doesn't make sense. But anyway, I'm not a financial advisor. So just, just make your own decisions. But, uh, you know, be careful, be careful. Ah, let's see. This one is from Lynn Lights. Even Christians are not believing truth when you tell it to them. It's frustrating. Well, you know, that's 70 years of Zionism that's been infiltrated into the church through John Hagee and um, many of the books written. It's very hard to deprogram. You know, so many people are rah, 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 rah for the state of Israel fulfilling biblical prophecy. And then when somebody like myself comes out and starts talking about the synagogue of Satan, you get tarred and feathered. So, you know, again, yeah, they've already made their allegiance, right? It's Zionism, 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 whereas we've made our allegiance to Yahweh and his son Yahushua that really is the only one that is going to bring in the proper government because it will rest upon his shoulders. It's not going to be resting on somebody's shoulders in the Middle East, a man or the son of perdition. They are, um, Bridget says this, they are experimenting with um, drones in Connecticut. Again, the six-foot social distancing is perfect for droning absolutely perfect some of you may be drone enthusiasts and you know that it's just crazy isn't it where they came up with this six feet good grief Um.
Oh, here's a great question for Sketch E. We recently got a census that states on the envelope, your response is required by law. Should we just ignore it? Um, you'll look on that envelope and it's addressed to resident, okay? Or you or your. Don't sign for anything. If you didn't get a receipt of service, you didn't see it. So, yeah, I mean, I ignore that nonsense because I'm not a resident. <laughs> resident does not live here. <laughs> it's just crazy, isn't it? They're such noodle bakes. Here's a great question from Deborah Clark. What does silver and gold matter if we are in this state? Well, that's a great question. It's just going to get, the prophets tell us, what do they say it's going to get? What is the word they use where it becomes all tarnished and not moth-eaten, but, you know. Yeah, that's not the currency we dwell in. We dwell in the currency of the Holy Spirit. That's where the power is at. Right? And getting a little bit... What are we going to be doing, Larry? What did we say we're going to be doing? What do we call that? Foraging. I'm, I'm going to be foraging for, for um, mushrooms um, and truffles. Right? Now, one of the brothers in here from Woodstock said, yes, I used to do some foraging for mushrooms. Yeah, we know what he was talking about. I did too back in Band-Aid in 1982. I was foraging along for some... Yes, anyway, we won't get into that. There's an airstrip in southern England. <laughs> yes, lots of foraging was going on back in those days. But no, we're going to do it righteously now. Um, cell phones. This is from Diesel Dad. Cell phones can't be tracked at least five feet or less. They can't be tracked? What is that? Explain that one to me. Oh, got it. Okay, sorry, Diesel Dad, a little bit slow on the uptake. Yes, if the cell phones are too compacted, but if you can move them apart five feet further than five feet, then they can be individual. Thank you very much. And that's on no sleep. Congratulations to Diesel Dad and the family up there in Snohomish with a new baby girl today. That is Emma and Carlos, Baruch Hashem, Yahweh, our prayers are with you guys. I know that you had a very thrilling past 48 hours, so oh, hallelujah. This question from Liz Rockhill. Do you think we should be preparing as in stocking up on supplies? Yes. Also, this is... Ashley from the Zoom meeting, and I brought Christianity Reconsidered. Thank you. Oh, excellent, excellent. That's a great book to um, pass out to friends and family and see if they still want to be your friend and invite you to the next family gathering. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see.
This question from Stacy Bennett is to Larry here in studio. Larry! It's not really, but I'm making it for Larry. Does or will Torah to the Tribes have a Maseroth study group? Ah, that is something that we may have a little chat about. Ah, what do you think? Yo, uh, that would be nice. Uh, I know Dan and Taylor. He, he's really into that too. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? A Maseroth study group, Revelation twelve coming up here in a few weeks. Right. All right, that's a. We should we should chat about that. This is from Yashub. Five G millimeter waves will directly hit you with six feet distancing, better than close together distribution. There you go. See. Now everyone's starting to iron sharpens iron. See, there you go, six feet. Where did they, they, this is very, very detailed. They didn't just wait, oh, six feet is a good number. <laughs> no, no way. They figured this out and it is a science with all of their technologies and now everybody's doing it. And if you encroach, I stand where I want to stand. Don't tell me to go stand on an X. That's what slaves do. You stand wherever you want to stand. You walk where you walk and you walk strong. Slaves stand on, I will not stand on an X. I'm sorry. That is subjection. That's what slaves do. Out flipping rageous behavior. Outrageous behavior. Really bothers me. Can you tell, tell that? I mean, people look, you're not standing on the X. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm free. Born from above. You go stand on your X. Yeah, you can see, when I go to the grocery store, it's, there's a lot of harassment happening. Because I tend to speak out, see, and people don't like that. I've got to stay calm. This is from Yashub. Nothing is backed by gold. Yeah. All right. See, they took that away, didn't they? Kevin Niebling. What are you up to on the chat, Kevin? Kevin's always up to something on the chat. He's taking people to task. I like that you do that, though, mate. Good job. He's like, what is your purpose in saying that at John Williams? I've got my eye out on you, John Williams. I know where you live. I am tracking. No, he's not really saying that, but, you know, could be. Mike, this is from White Moon. White O Moon. My cousin Vinny told me a few years ago, not really Vinny, but my cousin told a few years ago to find a plant book and memorize all of the poisonous plants. Good idea. Then all of the other plants are edible as long as no glyphosate is sprayed on them. Now, Larry here is in studio, is well into foraging and... Um, looking at the edible plants. And we were just talking about this before we went live here. We were talking about all of the edible plants, the foraging, and living off the land, and preparing a place of safety. Yahweh has prepared for us in the wilderness, Revelation 12. So these are definitely, definitely good things. And of course, you can get your fish mocks. 
Now, I'm not saying don't, don't lick the inside of your aquarium like the other guy did, right? No, but you can get your penicillin, your antibiotics, and all of that through prepping stores, and it's a lot cheaper than going to the pharmacia. Um, World of Vargas, Shabbat Shalom, World of Vargas, opinions on wearing the masks. I work as a nurse and always feel conflicted wearing it since it's all lies. Well, do your research. Again, I don't have a problem as far as if you're a healthcare worker, a dentist, a lab technician, then there, is, there, there may be a time and a place for wearing a mask. That's not my profession, I don't know. But out in society, that, that's outrageous subjection to me. But, you know, being in the medical field, being in the dental field, you see people wearing masks. That may be valid. I don't know the statistics on it. That's your industry. And if it is, then I wouldn't have a problem doing that. It's part of the industry. It's now what they're rolling out to society is what I'm talking about. Again, you know, if you're out there doing some welding or something, then put a blooming mask on. If you're going to do some sheetrock, put some masks on. You know, what's your industry? But your industry isn't going to buy some beans and marmite at the grocery store. I'm not wearing a mask. Okay? That's just me. Now, what's, what's going on here? My cousin Vinny is hilarious. Yeah, he is, isn't he? That's a good one. Yeah. From Diesel Dad, Diesel Dad, Diesel Sleep Deprivation Dad. That's going to be his new handle. Ah. Kevin Niebling is still banging along here. Well, he blasted out the name Jesus is already blessed without you. I'm missing out on this conversation, but it sounds thrilling, Kevin. What else we got going on here? It's kind of fun, isn't it? This question for Larry from Stacy Bennett. Larry, can we come round to your house for dinner and talk about them? No, she says, may we connect on Facebook? <laughs> so, yes, people are going to want to connect with Larry on Facebook because Larry has got some great Mazareth. Um, oh, here's a good rhyme. This is from Tonya Dahl. A good way to know what berries are good for. White, don't bite. Red, use your head. Blue is good for you. Hey, I like a rhyme. I like a good rhyme. Hmm. World of Vargas, when I went into a convenience store, alarms go off. If you are not six feet apart, man, that's sophisticated, isn't it? Really? Have you heard of that? Not here in Oregon. It obviously went off when I didn't follow it. Yeah, it obviously did. Yeah, here's a great question from Alison Taylor. This is what I'm talking about, Alison. The economic propping up of the stock market is another step towards eliminating any wealth gained. Question, how is the market up with 22 million unemployed and oil trading at negative? Exactly. It's called Keynesian economics, right? 
And that all got brought in under FDR, didn't it? See? Yeah. You got to go back to go forward. Oh, here we go. John Schuchel. I love it, guys. You're really helping me out navigating the chat with the red highlights. Thank you. See, we've got a little system going. I'm feeling a lot more groovy. They are talking about having us power line. Oh, excuse me. They are having. They are talking about having us power linemen install small five gig transmitters on utility poles everywhere, claiming it is for driverless cars. So this is from a line man. See, we're everywhere. Believers, we're everywhere. And we work together to help one another. Hmm. Well, here's a good question from Shiloh. Matthew, would it be good to try and buy all the gardening seeds at wherever one can? It would, but you've got to get the ones without the GMO and the ones that have the self-propagating seed, right? What do they call that again? There's a particular word for it. We just got some. Oh, it's all right. Here we go. It's Kellyanne I. This is nice. Thank you for your insight and teachings. We watch every Shabbat. I am sorry for including Jim in my question. I didn't know that you both were not on terms anymore. No, it's not on, not on terms. The moment that I came out with the Hanukkah teaching and then I followed it up with the Purim teaching, I became a very unfriendly foe. So, you know, that's, that, that's, it's not a question of not being on terms. He's locked up and I'm um, out here. But, but Hanukkah and Purim... Um, really did offend um, um, Jim, especially because he came out with a nice little advertisement kind of family-style Hanukkah thing within a week of me doing it. And, yeah, it was just terrible timing. But no, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Here we go, Modesto Gaza, Shabbat Shalom Modesto. We are never going back. We are now a post-COVID world. Get a ham radio, develop a code cipher to communicate with loved ones. The internet cell phones cannot be trusted. There's a man after my, I wouldn't say my own heart, but my own <laughs> understanding. Yes, ham radios. Code. I like that idea. Here's a question from White O Moon. Also, I'm most probably going too long, aren't I? I have no idea what time it is. How long have I been going on here? Too long. My son's doing gang signs. We need to develop a code. Just tell me. What is it? Oh, okay. All right. We need to develop a family code here. Also, this is from White O Moon. Also, viruses can't be transmitted between people. Our bodies make thousands of viruses, and they are dead solvents like soap added to water. Is the body... It's the body's... Last resort when you're toxic. Okay, that was all strung together. That's good, though, yes. All right. 
right. Yes, exact, exactly at white moon. Yah Shub, return to Yah, agrees. I love it. Oh, yes, there we go. Julia, Michael Christian asked, what do you think about CERN, Large Hadron Collider, Switzerland, part one? Yeah, again, could be part of this revelation scenario of some of the stuff that you're going to see from the heaven. Is it real? Is it manufactured? And, of course, you've got with that large CERN Hadron Collider, there's lots to be looked at right there. Oh, here we go. Apparently, this is part two of the question, it is located where the ancient Roman Apollochrome sat and is being used to open up the pit of Apollyon. We're getting into Revelation um, 9 here. Okay, very interesting. Good grief. Here we go. I want to get Kevin Niebling up. We're, I, are you guys following what's going on here in the chat? This one's, this sounds serious. Kevin Niebling says, I don't know who he's talking to. Your heart was exposed. And bro, it would be good for you if you did not attempt to turn your behavior onto others. Oh, he's bringing out, he's bringing out the javelin. Who's going to get stuck? I don't know who you're talking to, Kevlin, but whoever is a recipient of this, you better run. Don't run into a tent with Zimri. Yeah. Phineas may just chase you down in his semi-truck right here. I wonder if Mr. Niebling is on the road or whether he's at home with family. Let's see. Oh, this would be good. White O Moon. There's apparently ham radios that can send encrypted signals. Oh, I have to get some of those. All right, I'm going to wrap up here, guys. Otherwise, I'm going to be, you guys have got too much to stay tonight. But it's good. I like it. Apparently, Kevin's laughing. That's good. I don't want him to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. Fun, isn't it, reading the chat? I like it. I hope you guys like it. I'll finish there, otherwise I won't, we won't have any tea. We'll be going on till midnight. Baruch Hashem Yahweh. Revelation chapter 9 next week. Remember, give us some thumbs up right now. Except the two of you little campers, you can give us some thumbs up because you're spies, but, you know, we're used to you by now and you love to hate it and we love you. That's all right. But subscribe to the channel and thank you for supporting this ministry. I hope we can gather together at the feasts, but I have no idea what we're going to be. Shavuot, it's not looking like we're going to be able to do it. We'll see what they do in Oregon, what the old governor decides, right? Because it's all about the governor making decisions for you and I. Apparently, in each and every state, we're seeing governors pitted against governors. But we know that while Rome burns... There's another kingdom that is being formulated. And that is what's exciting to me. And I know it's exciting to you. Because we were chosen to be born and live in this generation that is seeing this. And they will be talking about this for years to come. Or, better, we'll just walk into the kingdom 
from this time of Jacob's trouble. So prepare, dig deep, and testify deep down those inward, inward parts. Now's the time to be that testifier out there in the nations. Stay strong, and remember, renew your mind through the washing of the word and prayer daily. And we'll look forward to seeing you next Shabbat live here on Torah to the Tribes. Shabbat Shalom.